Today's daf is daf Ayin Zayin. We're beginning at the top of Ayin Zayin Amid Aleph. Gemara quotes a, a Mishnah in Masecha Shabbos that's dealing with whether or not you're allowed to do uh, a She'ela, means go to a Chochem, either three lay people or a a, a, a person that is a that, that that is an expert in order to be matir a neder. Or we're going to also be discussing the afar of a husband or a father and vis-a-vis whether it's allowed to be done on Shabbos. Now there is some discussion in the uh, Mepharshim here. What exactly is the problem about being matir a neder or being made for a neder on Shabbos? So we're going to see. One is it might look like an act of based in and based in don't uh, sit on Shabbos. There is also Nimtach Heftach of from the Navi uh, that you're not supposed to be doing Uvdidachol. You're not supposed to be doing weekday activities on the Shabbos, so possibly it falls into something of that nature. So that we'll see already, but that's a discussion that's had here in, in, uh, concerning the, uh, why there might even be an issue. Lagabe these activities on Shabbos. So let's see the Mishnah. Not awesome. We learned over there in Masecha Shabbos. May firin nedarim b'Shabbos. Hafaris nedarim where can do. That means the father or the husband could be mefir a neder on Shabbos. Veneshalin lenedarim, and you can also do she'ela for nedarim. However, the Mishnah concludes with a caveat. The caveat is shehein letzorech haShabbos. It has to be that it's needed for the Shabbos, right? You need to, you, you may, a, a, not, not allowed to drink wine. Well, you have to be able to drink the wine for Kiddush. Not allowed to eat, eat meat. You have to be able to eat the cholent. So it has to be a tzorach of the Shabbos. As long as it's a tzorach of Shabbos, then it can be addressed. Now, the question that the Gemara is going to raise right away, the Mishnah was not so clear. The Mishnah talks about two different activities. One is the hafara of the husband or the father. The other one is she'elah. At the end of the Mishnah, it says that you can only do it l'tzorach ha-Shabbos. If there is a need for that particular Shabbos, it's something that's needed for that particular Shabbos, then the activities are allowed. The question is, that caveat, that it has to be a need for the Shabbos, was that going on the immediately preceding activity where it was specifically Tomat She'ela? But the opening statement of Hafara, that was a blanket statement. You can always do Hafara, and there there is no limitation, Tzorach HaShabbos, not Tzorach HaShabbos. Or was that caveat at the end of the Mishnah that said it has to be the Tzorach HaShabbos, maybe that wasn't just going on the, fir- on the last part of the Mishnah, which says that when we're talking about a She'ela to a Chacham or, or three Hedyotos, but it's even going on the first part of the Mishnah, means even Hafara to a father or a husband by a father-husband, also can only be done with Tzorach HaShabbos. So the caveat with Tzorach HaShabbos is it going on the entire Mishnah or just on She'ela but not on Afara, right? Everyone understand? That's going to be the Shailah that the one is going to have. Yibayilu, then Yeshiva raised the following Shailah. May fear in the Darin B'Shabbos or Tzorach HaShabbos that when it says Afaras the Darin can be done on Shabbos is it at only Dafka with Tzorach HaShabbos like the Mishnah said at the end? Oh, deal not filish lo tzarech hashabbos. Oh no, hafara can be done afilish lo tzarech hashabbos. That does not require um, a, a a need for the shabbos 
in order to be mefer, as opposed to she'ela, which does. Now, the Ryan gives two svaras. Why would you think there's a difference? Why would you think, meaning, for sure it's she'ela, it has to be letzorach ha'shabbos. Well, if she'ela has to be letzorach ha'shabbos, why would the one side of the she'ela think that bahafara it does not? So the Ran says two svaras. One svara is, is that hafara does not need a based in. It does need, doesn't need a, uh, a, 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 even a yachid that's an expert. So that to, that if the idea is, the problem is it looks a little bit like you're doing din, you're, you're adjudicating a court on Shabbos, that's really more of a she'ela problem than hafara, because hafara never needs three. Hafara doesn't require a level of scholarship. So we don't, we will not think that you're doing a, an adjudication of court on Shabbos by hafara, and therefore we're much more lenient and it doesn't have to be litzorach ha-Shabbos. Whereas the other ones, which look that way, it's so only if it's litzorach ha-Shabbos do we allow it, but we don't allow it for anything else. That's one svara. The other svara is like this, is that we know by hafara the clock is ticking. Means if you don't take care of it right away by hafara, we say either to the end of the day or 24 hours, but by she'ela, to go to Beisdin, there's no clock ticking. So therefore, unless it's a tzorech ha-shabbos, it's a need for that particular Shabbos, so then wait, wait till court's in session on Monday morning. Why take care of it now? Therefore, that would be another reason why you could perhaps make a distinction between hafara and she'ela, whereas she'ela needs to be l'tzorach ha-shabbos, but hafara might not need, does not have that uh, that requirement. So that's the shayla there. How do we read the Mishnah in Shabbos? So Toshim a come and listen. The Gemara brings a brisa that says unequivocally, it states it emphatically. Rav Zuti de Rav Papi taught in the following brisa: Ain mefirin adorin ela l'tzorach ha-shabbos. So they learned like the first tzad of the uh, uh, of the Shiloh is that when it said in the Mishnah Shehein L'Tzorach HaShabbos wasn't just going on She'elah but it was going on Hafara as well and Hafara can only be done if it's L'Tzorach HaShabbos if it's not L'Tzorach HaShabbos you cannot do it either because it's Domele Din or because it's it's, uh, it's an Uvda Dechol but you cannot do it we will not the only leniency we allow you to do it is if it's a need for that Shabbos, even by a father and a husband be made for their, their wife or daughter. Fine. Now, Amar of Ashi, Hachi, that in the Mishnah that we learned yesterday, the Mishnah did not seem to be saying that. The Mishnah seemed to be disagreeing with the ruling of this, uh, uh, the, this Brisa that's being cited by Rabtubi, Amar of Papi. Why? Because we learned in the Mishnah yesterday, what did it say? It said, remember, the Tan of our Mishnah held that you only have till nightfall. When it gets dark, then you, you, you have lost the ability to do the hafara. You learned it's, uh, it's beyond that day means until nightfall. And therefore we learned in the Mishnah, the Mishnah is talking about case of Shabbos, right? It was actually mentioning a case of Shabbos. So it says, Nadra Imcha Sheikha, if she made the neder, on Shabbos, before nightfall, she made it before nightfall, it could be five minutes before nightfall, ten minutes before nightfall, she made it before nightfall. In such a case, you have a very small window. The husband or the father can only be made for it, what? Up until Moti Shabbos, up until nightfall, until it's considered night. Now, this is the Ran, this is the way the Ran explains it. The Ran says that you would be hard pressed to argue that 
It's one thing if she made a nederet right at the beginning of Shabbos. Then you could say, oh, she needs to drink wine, she needs to eat meat. So it's considered to be a tzorach or Shabbos. But something that's made ten minutes before Shabbos ends, lechorah is not something that you need for that particular Shabbos. What would you need for that particular Shabbos that you can't wait Ten minutes, right? That's not, so obviously we're talking about the type of nedr she must have made was one that is not needed for the Shabbos. And still, what do you see? You're allowed to be made for. Now, if you hold that you cannot be made for the, that something that's not only for something need, then you should not be able to make for it. You should not be able to make for it. Even if she made it in the middle of the day, you would not be allowed to make for it because it's not for the need of the Shabbos. Clearly, the time of our Mishnah held that you could be made for something she makes ten minutes before Shabbos must hold that you're allowed to be made for even those types of Nidharam that are not needed for the Shabbos. So that's arguing with the Brisa that we just quoted in the name of Rab Papi uh, from the Yeshiva, of uh, Rab Zuti Debei Rab Papi from the Yeshiva Rab Papi. Okay. Now, if you want to learn like the Brisa, that even by Hafara it has to be for the need of that Shabbos, then my area Chashcha, then why does it say, well, if it got dark, you cannot be made for? No. You should not be able to be made for this nether, even in the middle of the day, you should not be able to be made for this nether, if it wasn't for the Tzorach of the Shabbos. So therefore, must be that our Mishnah holds, when it comes to Hafara, there's no distinction between Tzorah HaShabbos and not Tzorah HaShabbos. Either way, you can be made for. So, it's a, so, so even though the Brisa before said that uh, we said that it has to be Tzorah HaShabbos for Afara. And the Gemara that concludes, Tanahi, you're right. We have actually an explicit Machlokas Tanoim. The Gemara is going to tie this to something that we learned yesterday. The Gemara is going to say there clearly is a Machlokas Tanoim whether or not when you're being made for a neder, does Tzorach HaShabbos play into it? If it's a neder that is, uh, that is made on or, or going into Shabbos, is Tzorach HaShabbos allowed or required or not required to be made for is actually Machlokas Tanoim. Now let me speak it outside and we'll see it inside. Because we know that there is a machlokas, how to interpret the psukim, when it says you have to be mefer on that day. What was the machlokas? Does that day mean that the clock is ticking and by the end of the day, by nightfall, you're done? Or does it mean that you can wait until 24 hours until the next day? So what the, what the Gemara is going to suggest, that machlokas will actually also be a machlokas tanoyen as to whether or not it has, you can only be made for if it's for the need for that Shabbos. Why? Because if you hold that if you're not made for by nightfall, you cannot be made for anymore, we can understand that the rabbis would allow you to be made for even if it's not for the need of the Shabbos. Why? Because even though it's not for the need of the Shabbos, but it's for need of the nether. Because if you're not made for it, even though today's Shabbos, we don't allow you to make for it, what's going to happen? Comes by the Shabbos and it's binding forever. So that sheet of holes that you can be made for, even if it's not the Tzorach Shabbos, which is the time of our Mishnah. The time of our Mishnah held, by nightfall, it's done. Why? So therefore, then you don't have to be Tzorach Shabbos because if you don't allow them to be made for it, it's going to be binding forever. Whereas the Brisa holds is that 
you can go 24 hours from when it was made. Well, if you can go 24 hours from when it's made, therefore, if it's not for the need of the Shabbos, why let the person do it? He can still go until tomorrow. He can still do it tomorrow as long as it's before the time. Actually, not when it was made, when it was heard. Father heard about it at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Why should he be made for it today? Right? 9 o'clock in the morning. Why should he be made for it today? You cut till 9 o'clock in the morning, Sunday morning. Therefore, if it's the Torah HaShabbos, I need it for the Shabbos, I understand. But it's not the Torah HaShabbos. Why do it on Shabbos? Do it tomorrow if you can go 24 hours. The Machlokas, whether it's the end of the day, 24 hours, is also going to be the Machlokas, whether it's needed to be the Torah HaShabbos or it's not needed to be Torah HaShabbos. That's what the Mormon wants to suggest. Simona says, Tanoi, the Tanakama of the bride said yesterday, which was the Tanakama of our Mishnah said, you only have until nightfall that day. Rabbi Yosef, Yehuda, Rabbi Rabbi Shimon, Amru, Me'es, Le'es, you got 24 hours. So Lamanda, Amra, Kolayoyim, the Tan of our Mishnah, that held Kolayoyim in, Tveiloy, but afterwards, Moiti Shabbos, you're done, Loy, Afilish, Loy, Tzarech, Shabbos, Mefer. They would allow you to be made for even those in the Durham that are not needed for this Shabbos. Because if they don't allow you to be made for it, comes Moiti Shabbos, it's, it's binding, there's no way to be made for. But Lamanda, Amra, Me'es, Le'es, but according to the opinion that can go 24 hours, L'Tzorach HaShabbos, if it's needed for this Shabbos, we'll allow you to do it. But Jalal L'Tzorach HaShabbos, but if it's not the need of the Shabbos, well, you're not going to be able to be made for Why? Just wait until tomorrow. You've got, you've got 24 hours on the clock. doesn't have to be on Shabbos. Do it on Sunday. And therefore, you will not. So that's Tali Zebazet. Okay. What? All right, so that's already, but it's a nest, then you'll have to see, is Lutzorach of the Neder or not Lutzorach of the Neder, but in general, that will be the Machlokas. I hear you. Let's say you're saying if tomorrow's Yom Tov, I, right, I hear. All right, let's go on. So it says the one like this. Nishalin uh, Lenedor, by the way, one of the issues they discuss over here is Kol Nidre. Bechorahakui Mefer on Kol Nidre. So there, then, the Rishonim speak out, especially like the Bein Tom learns, is that we're not doing it on the past. We're not actually, we're doing it for the future. So therefore, that's not a problem of being Mater Neder or uh, on Yom Tev or on Shabbos, because we're not being Mater Neder, we're just setting a condition of what will be for the future, right? And that's the girsa, different girsas in the, in the Mavzer. Let's go on. So we learned that Sha'ela, everybody agrees. By Sha'ela, you have to have a Tzorach HaShabbos, right? Like the Ron said, first of all, Sha'ela could be done any day of the week, so why do it on Shabbos? And therefore, unless it's really for the need of Shabbos, right. Now, the question is like this. The Bnei Shiva Yibayla had the following Shabbos, right? When we say that, okay, the guy has a, made a nether not to drink wine, so we want to be matter that nether, you want to let him go to the chacham or go to the basin to be matter the nether, otherwise not to be able to drink wine. So is that only if the nether was the only first opportunity to be matter, it came out on Shabbos. But let's say the guy could have done it from, from, from last Thursday. And he just dragged his feet and didn't take care of it. Do we penalize him and say, listen, I understand you want to drink wine on Shabbos, but it was so important to you, then what? You should have done this before Shabbos. The fact that you didn't do it on Shabbos, we're not going to allow you to do it on Shabbos. Or no. Do we say, if it's a Torah on Shabbos, you can do it on Shabbos, even if you had the opportunity 
to do it before Shabbos. That's the Shaila. Clear what the Shaila is? That's the Shaila Mora wants to know. See, Boiluk is Shiloh Hayalahem Pnai. This heter for Tzaruch HaShavos to do She'ela is it only when there was no earlier opportunity even if there was an earlier opportunity we still will allow the She'ela to happen on Shabbos. So Toshima come and listen the Gemara wants to bring the following proof. There is the Kikiku Lei that they have, they, they based the Rabbanon, the Rabbanon, they based in avail themselves, Lebre de Rav Zutra, to the, uh, the son of Rav Zutra, Lebre de Rav Zeiro, the son of Rav Zeiro, then they were matter for him a neder, a nadarim on Shabbos, even though these were nadarim that could have been taken care of before Shabbos, they went and did it anyway. So that answers the Shiloh, that if it's a Tzorach on Shabbos, you're allowed to be matter the neder on Shabbos, even if there was a previous opportunity to do so, and they did not do it. So Rabbi Yosef thought, when he heard that you can be matter nedarim on Shabbos, you know, we know that you be matter nedar, a she'ela, that could be done in one of two ways. You could either do it with an expert on his own, or if someone's not an expert, then what do you need? Three, three people. You know, three. So he thought, so that if the expert's doing it on his own, so clearly it doesn't look like a base, because you're not doing it with three. But if you're doing it in front of three, that looks like a base din. We don't sit down to do din on Shabbos, and therefore that looks too much like a court case, and therefore that, he, that we would not allow. So even though we said that you can be shorel on a neder, the tzorah Shabbos, but that's only if it's a yachid mumcha. That's what Rabbi Yosef thought. But if it is a, if it's a base din of three, then you cannot do it because it looks too much like a court case. So therefore, Sabra Rabbi Yosef Lamei, Rabbi Yosef thought to say, that even when we allow you to be shalom and then on Shabbos, it's biyachid mumchid. It has to be biyachid. It has to be with one expert. But in, but but with three lay people, loy mishum demischazik kedina, because that looks too much like a court case. So Amalei Abayus, Abayus said that you know even with three people. I understand from the fact that three people, it looks like a court case. But since there is a certain laxity, there are certain leniencies that apply by show, by like, we you know when we matinet or Ere Rosh Hashanah, right? Certain leniencies that, you're, that you have, it makes it clear that this really is not that similar to a court case. And therefore, if they already allow you to do it, you can even do it with three. You don't have to have one. What, what, is, what are the leniencies? Came in the sphere alone, afilu ma'umad. You actually, you don't have to be sitting. A regular court case, the dayonim have to be sitting. Here, you can actually be matineder standing. So it doesn't look like, right? Number one. Afilu the crow, it could be relatives. Right? Relatives are not kosher if you need dayonim on, on a regular court case. Here you can have relatives. You can have the apostle. It could be a brother, a, a father, a, a son. Doesn't matter. Right? When we do our Torah's Medarim, you can have two, uh, a, a father and son being part of it because it's not necessary. Right? And you can even do it at night. We don't do court cases at night. Right? So therefore, lo kadina. It doesn't really look that much like a court case, and therefore what? Therefore, if they allowed you to do it, then it doesn't only have to be beyachid. It could even be with three people as well. Okay. 
Amar Rabbi Abba, Amar Rav Huna, Amar Rav. There's a couple of different girsos over here. We're going to go through them. But Rav Huna ruled in the name of Rav. Is the halacha is mefirin nedarim belaylo, right? We can be made for Nadarim at night. It means a father or a, a, a husband can be made for their, the Nadarim of their daughter or their, uh, of their wife at night. Says the Gemara like this. So I guess Ravuna, uh, says, so, uh, 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 So the Gemara pushes back. Bahamat Nisinhi. We don't need to, an Amora to make a statement which is clearly uh, a, a rule that can be derived from the Mishnah. Why? Because Nadra Belayla, Belayla Shabbos, it said in the Mishnah that if the, uh, uh, we had clearly that if a wife made a nether Friday night, you've got, you, you can be, ma- you can be made for that nether. So what do you see? You can do a forest, uh, do, uh, you, you can do a forest Nadarim at night. So what's the Chiddush that a father or a husband, the Mishnah says you can do it. Why does Ravuna Amarav, why do have to tell you can do it at night? Now that's already a different ball of wax. He said, no, he did, the right was the ruling that, that Rav Huna Amarav said, not that you can do hafara. For sure you can do hafara at night. You know what he ruled in the name of Rav? You can even do she'ela. Now she'ela is a little bit more of a chiddish, because she'ela does look a little bit like a, 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 a court case, and a court case we know you cannot do at night. And yet he said, Sha'ilah, you can go ahead and do it night. So, Amalei Rav Abel Rav Huna. Now, the gears that we're going to look at, the, the Ron actually has two girsos, and we're going to see the Mephorish over here has the gears that are most similar to our Gemara. So, we're going to see that, we'll see them inside in a moment. So, what did he say? Amalei Rav Abel Rav Huna. So, Rav Abel said to Rav Huna, Amal Rav Hachi, did Rav really say this? Did Rav really say this? Now I'm going to read the Girsa of our, of the Gemara, the way the Mephorish, the way the Messiah, um, it says Rashi, it's the Mephorish, the way he reads it. So Chari is questioning, did Rav really say this? So Amalei Ishtik. So what Rav uh, Huna said to Rav Abba, he said, Rav never explicitly said this. But when this ruling was brought before him, he kept quiet. And therefore, it was like that's how I consider it. So, so uh, Amar Lei, so Rab, uh, Rab uh, Abba pushed back to Rav Huna. Ishtik Amar, just the way the Mephorish explains it. Was he quiet as an affirmation? Are you sure that he was quiet as an affirmation? Oshosik Amart. Oshosik Amar means the way the Mephorish understands it. Or was he drinking? Maybe he was in the middle of drinking and therefore... The reason why he kept quiet is because he didn't have an opportunity to respond. But actually, it's possible that what? He would not have affirmed that ruling. So maybe you cannot prove from his silence that Rav agreed. Yeah, you could read it either way. Was he either drinking actually, or maybe his silence was as if he was drinking, and they said you cannot prove from his silence. Meaning, how do you know he, he affirmed it, right? That is the, the, the ruling that, that's the way the Mephorish learns it. That Rav, Rav Abba wasn't so sold on the fact that Rav Huna quoted the name of Rav, that when this was ruling was said, he was quiet, that made you affirm it. Now, if you take a look at the Mephorish, 
Alright? The Mephorish actually has... In, I'm sorry, in, I'm sorry, in the Ran. That, the way I explained it to you was the way the Rash and the Mephorish explains it here. But if you look in the, on the left side, in the, in the Ran, he brings two different shots in that are completely different. Right? This, this, the way he reads it is like this. Where are we in the The Ran gets wider in two points, in two places. The second, the first time the Ran gets wider. Okay, four lines down. Ashkayin Ka'amart. The gears are here. Ashkayin Ka'amart. Ashkayin means drink. Did he, did he mean drink? Means like this. The way the Ron learns is as follows. Ravuna Shalis Rebi Abba, Mashata Shaleini. You're asking me, you're questioning, you said, did Rav really say this? I mean, that was a, right, he said, Ravuna said in the name of Ron, you can, you, you, you can be Shoal Nadarim at night. And Rav <coughs> Abba said back to him, did he really say this? What are you asking when you say, did he really say this, right? Is it because you hold Hashmaita? Is it because you're saying that you agree with it? Did he really say this because you agree with me? Like you're saying, Yasher Koyach, let's, let's, let's celebrate, meaning, give me to drink on this because, you should drink on this because, right? It means you want to offer me a, you want to buy me a, you want to buy me a beer because you're saying what I said is correct. Right? Oh, I speak unto Amar, or you're really trying to silence me. Meaning, when you ask me the question, did Rob really say it? Because you don't believe Rob said this, and you're trying to sh- shut me down, and you're trying to silence me. Shatatama hechi amar rabachi, because you're wondering how is it possible that Rob said this. Veniskavanta lishatek osi, and you're intended to, to quiet, make me quiet. Meaning, according to this version of the Ron, it's different gears than we have, the, when, 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 the, the, the way that Mora reads, is that when Abba said, did Rav really say this, what Rav, uh, the, Rav Huna was responding back, are you, are you, do you mean to buy me a beer, or you're trying to tell me I should be quiet, because that's not the halacha. That's the, that's the, the not like the Mephorish learned, is that what he was questioning is, when you, that Rav said, what Rav Huna answered back was, Rav kept quiet, and then Rav Huna wants to know, what did he silence me? Different shot, right? And now, the, the, the second shot that he brings down over here is similar to the reading of Algamora, but it's also, it also means something different. It means like this. If you take a look, uh, where is it? Um, uh, let's go down. Amalishkan Ka'amat Oishtaker Ka'amat. Ahi Perusha. Ahi Amarav. The three lines from the bottom. Ahi Perusha. Amarav Ahi. Rebbe Abba Shal Rav Huna. Rebbe Abba asked Rav Huna, did, did Rav really say this? Im Shmana Rav Huna. Did you hear him say it explicitly? Veheshiv Lo. And Rav Huna answered him like we we learned. Diyu Amar Kamed Rav. Rav Nachman. Rav Shal said, no, I didn't hear him say it explicitly. Rav kept quiet like we learned. Right? Bishal Rav Abel Ravuna Hadashah said, Well, are you sure when he kept quiet, Mishum Dehodel Varecho, is it because he was acknowledging what you're saying? Kadam Lechamechavera Ashkayach, meaning that the drinking part over here is the other way around in the forest. Did he keep quiet like he was, he's agreeing with you, like let's have a drink? 
Maybe the reason he's quiet is he actually disagrees with you, but he's not bothering to uh, fight with you over it. Now, so this second version is the way it reads is similar to the way we understood, but it's the opposite. The drinking part is the part that he would agree with you. The quiet part is the part that he doesn't agree with you. All right, so we have three different ways of understanding. The bottom line is, Rav Hunam Rav said, bottom line is that Rav ruled, or Rav implicitly stated, that you can do a Sha'ela at night, and Rav Abba pushed back, did he really say this? And he said, I didn't hear him say it explicitly the way we were learning, but I heard, but he kept quiet. And on that, Rab, uh, Abba asked him, well, was his silence an admission, an acknowledgement, an affirmation, or was his silence really, he just didn't have a chance to argue with or he doesn't agree with you? Okay, well, let's go on. Why can't you just have that argument every time in the Gemara where someone says they're silent? They, well, again, the Gemara does very often say when the guy gets quiet, it's not clear what does he mean. The Gemara just discussed it. Okay. Now, let's go on. So, Amar Rav Ika Bar Avin. So, Rav Ika Bar Avin says like this, Is Rav Lirabo. Now, the uh, Yursa, of the, the Gemara over here, it says Rav availed himself, made himself available for Rabo, the Girsa according to when according to Rav Hanano. What did he say? Bekituna de Bey Rav. There was a side room in the base Medrash. He brought him in. Yechidi, he was on his own. Belayla, it was at night. And he was Mater Neder for him. Which means that if the story is the way we have it, then it's clear that what did Rav hold? That you could at least be yachid without three people. At least be yachid, you could be matir nedarim at night. Amar Raba, again, you're the girsa. Some say it's, it should say Rava. Amar Raba, Amar Rav Nachman. This is the halacha. Mishal nedarim omed. You can be shal nedarim standing. Yechidi, you could do it on your own, right? You don't necessarily need a basin. And belayla, and you can also do it at night. And you could be Shoal Nadarim on Shabbos. Now again, we had said before that it has to be, if it's a Tzorah of the Yom, right? Right? Ubekrovim, and the, and if you're using non, uh, uh, non-experts, then you need to have three, but those three could even be relatives. And when we allow you to do it on Shabbos, even if there was an opportunity to do it before Shabbos, and you didn't take that opportunity, we still allow you, if it's Sorach Shabbos, to do it. Right. Now, one of the things we said is you can do it standing. Now, one of the points we want to understand, standing means you don't have to have a full focus. For that full focus, you should be sitting, like regular court case. So we allow you to do it standing. So Gemara says like this, are you telling me you're allowed to do it standing? Fatan, you will learn to Nebraisa, Yorod Rabban Gamliel Minachamor, that when Rabban Gamliel, on an occasion, had to be Matir Neder, he would get off the donkey, Nisatev, and he wrapped himself in his talus, Vyoshad, and he sat, Vyhitr Lo Nidro, and he was Matir the Neder for whoever needed the Neder to be uh, released. But what do you see? He, if it's not something that needs real focus, so why did he get off the donkey and sit and wrap himself? Mamish like he did like a regular court case. Why? Tomorrow says like this, and we touched on this earlier in the Masechta. There is a huge machlokus when a chacham or a based in a matin neder, do they need a Pesach 
Do they have to go back to the moment that you made the nether, that there was, mis- there was information that you weren't aware of, and that would uproot the nether from its base, from its source, because bottom line is that had you known about that information at the time, you wouldn't have made it. Or you don't have to have that. Even a charata. Charata is that at this point in time, I am mischaret, I am uh, remorseful over having made it, but it's not because there was mamish's important key information that was missing. Now, says the word, that's the machlokas. If all you need is charata, it's a lot easier to be matanet. It doesn't really need focus. So, Rav Nachman, who ruled that you could even do it standing, holds that all you need is charata. You don't need what? You don't need a Pesach, you don't do... Rabbi Gamliel holds, you can't, rely, you can't rely on a Charoto. You have to have a Pesach, and you have to have a Pesach, you have to have focus, you have to have focus, so therefore you have to be sitting when you do it. That's what one is going to say. So one says like this, Rabbi Gamliel Savar, the Gersa should be, a focusing on Charoto. You cannot release a nether, you cannot address a nether using a charoto. Therefore, why? Because me akher nedro ba'inan. You have to uproot it from its source, from its base. You have to have a pesach. That means from the beginning, this nether is not a nether. You have to, therefore, in such a case, you need a pesach. You cannot use a charoto. Ubay iyuni. It requires a lot more focus. Hachiyoshav, and that's why he sat down. Whereas Rav Nachman Sabar posting the charata should be the girsa. Rav Nachman held that all you need is a charata. And since all you need is a charata, therefore what? You can even do it standing. So Rav said to Rav Nachman, Chazimar has the master seen, there's a certain rabbi, the Osamimar Rav, that has come from Eretz Yisrael to Bavel, came from the West. Va'amar is that he reported that the Chachamim availed themselves to the son of Ravuna, the son of Rav Avim, Nidre, and they were matir his nether, but but you should go and pray for yourself, you should go and daven for yourself, because you have sinned. Means even though they were matter the nether, what they told him, the fact that you even made the nether, it's a sin, and therefore you have to daven for yourself, go ahead and do tshuva, whatever it is. You have to daven that Hashem doesn't punish you because you sinned by making the nether, right? The, and, and what did he base himself on? The Tani Rabdimi Achludur of Safra, because Rabdimi, the brother of Safra, said, that if you make a nether, of course if you don't keep the nether, you've, you violated and you've, you're, you've done ter- a terrible thing. But even if you keep the nether, we had this earlier, the Mazak, even if you keep the nether, you are still considered to be a sinner. As Ivan explains, right, if you have 365 losases in the Torah, what, you have to go ahead and make another one. Right? That's why the Ram makes a distinction that if it's, this is for the sake of doing a positive thing, a Mekayim a Mitzvah, or doing something that actually has a positive outcome, maybe it's not such a sin. But Stam, you go ahead and you create an Avero. As it was an interesting Shiloh, someone, there, was someone, there was a case where a person was trying to diet, and basically, cake was his, uh, his, 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 and he wanted to know if he's allowed to make a nether for three months that he can't eat cake. Right? Is that a positive outcome that it's not considered to have done something, uh, something wrong? Okay. But anyway, the point was, is that, 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 uh, that we considered a sinner. Let's go on. 
Amarabzid, my crow, what's the posuk that this is, this is based upon? That even if you keep the nether, it's considered to be a sin, right? And therefore, it comes out, the fact you made it is the sin, not whether you keep it or not. Because even if you keep it, and even if you get it uprooted, it's still the fact you made the nether is considered to be a sin. Because the positive says, if you desist, if you refrain from making nedarim, you will not have sin. So what do we learn from there? That if you did not refrain, then there's a sin, even if what? Even if you keep the nether, or even if later on you get the nether annulled, you still have sinned by making the nether. Tanya, we learned in Abraisa, the man says to his wife the following, this is the gear, so we're going to go with the second gear, in the Ran. He says, any nedarim you have made, doesn't mean in the future, because in the future we're in the machlokas, we're less in the chachamim, but you can be right, but he's talking about in the past. He says, any nedarim that you have made, efshi, right, shetaduri, I am not happy with those nedarim that you made. Alright? Now, what he's trying to do over here is what? He's being made for, he's trying to revoke her nadarim. But he's not using the correct language. For hafara, you either have to say, mufar lechi, that I am, uh, I am uh, revoking it, or you have to say, bata lechi, or I'm cancelling it. This guy implies it, but doesn't say it. I am not happy with the nadarim that you have made. But he's not using the right terminology. Alright? Or ain't there nether? Or he just said, the nether you made ain't there nether. Okay, we know what your feelings are, but again, you're not using the right language. Lo amar klum. When it comes to hafara, to be made for, to revoke the wife or the daughter's nadarim, you have to be very clear. You have to use the appropriate terminology. What's the appropriate terminology? You have to either say, mufar lechi or bata lechi. But otherwise, implying it doesn't help. Now, the opposite is true when you're affirming or confirming the nether. When you affirm and confirm the nether, as long as it's clearly implied that you are okay with the nether, then you don't need to have the actual language. And the Ron explains this as well. Why is that? Because the Chorah, even if you're silent, it's an affirmation as long as the clock ticks out. So we see we're not as mafed by affirmation as we are when it's revocation. That's the point it's making. So even if he says, Yafa Asis, you did good. Yashakaya. Or Enka Moisach, oh, there's no one better than you. Wonderful, there's no one better than you. Right? Or he said, if you wouldn't have made it, I would have made it for you. Right? Alright, alright. Ani, I would have made the nether for you. In the case of the affirmation, it's binding. So basically we're saying for the revocation... Much wider choice of language Correct. Implied is okay for affirmation, but for revocation, it has to be specifically... It has to be revoked using a specific language. Alright. Now, the next few lines are going to be interesting, because on Shabbos... You should always do it different, because there is a concept of Uvda Dechol. So therefore, you have to, we, we, we encourage you to use different language on Shabbos than you would normally need, use during the week, which is going to therefore beg a re- explanation. Well, if this language, we say, doesn't work for revocation during 
the week because you actually have to say. Then the question is, so why will it work on Shabbos? That's what we're going to have to figure out. So now it says, Lo lo yomar lo adam leishta b'Shabbos mufar lechi bata lechi. On Shabbos, don't use the weekday expressions of I am revoking it or I am canceling it out. Even though it works, but we don't want you using it on Shabbos. You have to do a little bit of a shinoi. Don't make it an uvda dechol. Alright? Kederach shomala b'chol in the same manner that you do it on the weekday. Ella, what should he do? He omer lo tli. Like let's say, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to eat, I'm not going to drink wine. What he should say he should hand her the wine, hand her the meat, hand her the apple, ba'achli, and eat it. Tleva should see. So go, take this and eat it. Take this and drink it. Vahaneder bottle me'elav. And that way the netl is bottle on its own. Alright? Now, the Ran asked the question. We just learned that during the week, implied doesn't work. So why over here, so he says that in this case, it's better than implied because you're doing an action. What's the action you're doing here? You're making them do the opposite of whatever they're But what's the action? What's the action? Eating or drinking. I'm handing the food to her. I'm handing the drink. So that's better than just a regular implied. So that's why he says that even though normally implied doesn't work, because you have to actually say the expression of mufra l'chi or bata l'chi, where there's an action, so then it works even without the, without the articulation of, of the wording. Nevertheless, Amr of Yochanan, that in your heart, when you're doing this, inside, in your mind, you should still be saying, Mufar Lachi or Batar Lachi. We don't want you expressing it, and we're doing an action, but you should still be saying it in your mind at the time to really to make it fully effective. Tanya, we learned in a bride, so this is Machlokit Beshamai and, and, uh, Beisilo. Beshamai Omrim. The Shabbos mevatel belibo. That bitel belave works on Shabbos. On Shabbos where we do not want you expressing it, so then thinking it works to, uh, to, uh, to revoke the neder. Bechol, but during the week where you should be expressing it, the fact you thought it during the week does not work until what? You actually express it. But bechol motiv is You have to actually express it. Beis Hillel says no. Beis Hillel says if it works on Shabbos, then what? It works during the week. It's true during the week. That's not the normal way of doing it, and that's why on Shabbos. But if you did use that mode of uh, revocation during the week, it still will work to be mavatul the net to to mavatul the net. So Gemara says like this: Beis Hillel Omrim belibo. It'll work even in your heart, in your mind. The entire loads of spasav, even if you did not articulate it with your lips, it still will work. The fact that it works on Shabbos means it will work during the week. We prefer you doing it that way on Shabbos because we want to change from the way you do it during the week, the way you do it on Shabbos, but it still would work if you did it that way during the week. And gentlemen, we'll stop over here.